Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we get to chit-chatting a little bit about Game of Thrones, of course, over the most important meal of the day. Uh, it's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you today, tackling Season 3, Episode 8, Second Sons and Vanilla Coconut, which you ain't just gonna find on them Walmart shelves. Uh, they were made special, but we will get to the scones a, a little bit later on uh hi guys welcome to your uh, wednesday how's the week going for you so far warmer i'm appreciating that yeah yeah finally i mean it doesn't take much to be warmer yeah. but by warmer <laughs> you mean single digits on the right side of zero yep and i'll take it i'll take it oh my gosh yeah no we're we're we started at minus one and get to minus 14 now and that's or at least that's what my day looks like ahead I know you guys got this crap already, but here in the Ohio, lovely tri-state area, we're just getting pounded with that stuff. Although, I mean, I'm sorry, if, if negative 14 is what you're getting, you're not getting pounded with anything, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've been in Wisconsin. I mean, I clearly <laughs> forgot what cold is. What did it get down to up by you, huh? Uh, <clears throat> so real temp was like negative 24 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, wind chill was negative, somewhere in the negative fifties. You did get that high. Yeah. Jesus. It was nasty. That low. That low. I think yeah. we hit like, yeah, the lowest we got was like negative 35 with the wind chill. And that was plenty. I didn't, I wasn't asking for any more. I'm thoroughly chilled to the bone. My heating bill is just my whole budget this month. It's great. Welcome to the Midwest. Yeah. They, uh, it was pretty crazy. It was, they're saying exposed skin would frostbite in like four minutes. And then, yeah. uh. The, bananas. the uh the other thing that was and i this is complete don't fact check me on this but uh, <laughs> i guess like just to, to start the podcast out on a real downer i think like 17 people died oh, like shit. just over the last couple of days yeah do you hear about the frost quake things <clears throat> no which no. is like gra- wet ground freezing so rapidly that it basically splits like a mini earthquake and was sending shocks and like people didn't know what the hell was going on weird Pretty much uh, up slightly more north than you, but up there in Wisconsin still. Yeah, but bananas. What I always remember about Wisconsin was like it would be really, really cold, but then because it's so cold, you don't get snow. We in Ohio, we get like this. We're always on like the freezing temperature range, so we get a lot of like ice and like that sleet shit, and then snow on top of it, which just sucks because you have. You this really annoying situation where it freezes at night, then suddenly all of that wet snow just becomes even more ice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely... When did, Hans, do you remember when Kyle's uh, bachelor party was? Like, what month? We went to a bachelor party up in central Wisconsin. Got, I think it was in, like, May? He got Yeah, he got married in June. May or June? So, okay, so, must so have been probably, like, there, yeah. May. Yeah. Uh, and we went up fully... Like, it was a cabin. We, we had all these... Like, activities planned which was just drinking that. outside so much activities. Uh, and it snowed the whole time yeah in, in mid-may May. it was terrible yeah i remember wisconsin for that, that shit i mean we still went outside because after drinking after, a lot it doesn't really doesn't matter. really got that, got that beer blanket on exactly um for, for for game of thrones uh it's it's snowing in places as well should we should we get a little uh wiki so that we can know what's going on here for this uh yeah episode eight and just before you do that, I'm also, uh, now that I know, I'm also calling bullshit on this no hat business up north of the wall. <laughs> right? They would all be dead. They would have killed themselves <laughs> months ago. 
That's what I'm saying. All the Freys have hats, and they're like in the center of the continent. They can send some hats to the wall. Share the love. Oh, all right. Shall we, Wiki? Wiki it up. Wiki it up, Tony. King's Landing hosts a wedding, and Tyrion and Sansa spend the night together. Danny meets the Titan's bastard. Davos demands proof from Melisandre. Sam and Gilly meet an older gentleman. Who could it be? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Already, nice already kind of disappointed. Was hoping for a little, little cookie monster. You didn't tell me. Oh, I thought we talked about this before. God damn well, it. Well, the people didn't know that. Mm. I wasn't just going to spring Cookie Monster on them. I'm going to be like, <clears throat> thinking I had some sort of weird stroke. Well, I was pointing totally, at Hans. I'm like, you call I, him. You call I him. I totally forgot about that, actually. Uh, it's okay. It's good, to, it's good to have Tony back for a little while. We'll, uh, <laughs> Thank you. No one's ever said that to me, ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get some guest intros coming up, I'm sure. Second Sons, for once... A lot of our action is happening uh, over in uh, in Daenerys's neck of the woods. Yeah, uh, I thought so. This episode to me was kind of slow. I I didn't think it was it was a bad episode, but it wasn't it wasn't something that I enjoyed as much as our prior couple. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, um, again, I I think I still struggle with this just. The Daenerys story, it does tend to move a little slower than everywhere else. Uh, the meeting of the Second Sons, uh, was it Marrow or Murrow? I mean, I'm waiting for my mm sound every time I... I don't know, actually. I think I it might be Marrow. Yeah. I don't know that. So the Marrow character seems a little bit overdone. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, um, <laughs> which actually I think was kind of funny. So it, it wasn't that horrible. Uh, but then the second son's in the sense of like building her army. I thought that was cool. Uh, I thought, um, what's his name? Is it Bravos? Bravos comes off as a little bit of like a pretty eh, boy. Eh. No, no, Bravos. Eh. Bra- That's a city. <laughs> Bra- Bravos. Eh. Dario? <laughs> no, what am I talking yeah. about? You're oh, talking I about am. Dario. Oh my god, I'm star- <laughs> staring at my notes and I'm putting. Okay, yeah, Dario. Yeah, so close. Um, I re- this is version one of Dario as well. The next season, we're going to change actors for yes. Dario. And I remember when that happened, I was like, I wonder if he had just had another obligation because I thought he was fine. Watching it again, I like the new guy a lot better. Yeah, like, he, no offense to this dude. It is he, better. So he actually left. He, it wasn't Game of Thrones that replaced him. He, uh, oh, really? He, yeah, he left to do other stuff. Yeah. Okay. To try well, and make it big. They filled the gap nicely, at least. Uh yeah, Dario is one of these characters that I think doesn't translate well from the books. Like, he's still a great character in the show. He's just, he's so very different. So I kind of got to like him for uh, for what he is. He's not sort of as flamboyant and, and creepy and stuff like that. But uh, Was he creepy uh, in the books? He's not, not creepy. I shouldn't say creepy. But, like, all the people from Tyrosh and me are, like, they're so colorful. Like, literally, their hair is, like, bright red and bright green. And they have these crazy forked beards and twirly mustaches. And they're just like a little off. Like they really are a world away from everyone else. Um, they, they tone that down, understandably, by not introducing it at all. <laughs> um, but I, I just wonder, as someone who hasn't read the books, what's your impression of, of Daria Harris? Like, is he just, I think he just come off as like another pretty boy. Yeah, he's just a dude to me. I don't know. He's not like, he's he almost comes off kind of creepy to me just because... His intentions are weird, right? Like, 
Yeah. He doesn't... It, the whole fact of killing his... What are technically his superiors, right? To take yep. over the army just to follow Daenerys because she's hot. That's his rationale. <laughs> he loves her, Hans. It's true love. Immediate love. How dare you? I don't know. I think it would have been cooler to have at least... Uh, again, not reading the books, I don't know, but it would have been cooler to have some little ode to that, I would think. they Maybe not the yeah. hair or the beard, but they could have done where he <laughs> just had like a little bit more flashy uniform yeah. or some, some bright colors that are a little standout without being too crazy, I think would have been a little cool. Fucking colors do exist. Everyone's clothes are the same colors except for Daenerys. Like, colors yeah. exist, and you can put them on clothes, I promise. Yeah, I think, and I think Dana- uh, Daenerys makes some really cool, like... I mean, she has her little speeches every once in a while when she talks about, uh, essentially, you know, I, I didn't have an army and then I got one shortly and then I didn't even have dragons and I have three now. I mean, trying to make the point where, you know, essentially like I started with nothing and look what I'm building. Don't stand in my way when she was yeah. talking. I, I thought that was actually that that was pretty cool. A lot of her speeches kind of just kind of fall to the wayside in, in the show. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. I'm not a fan of cocky Daenerys down the road where it like it kind of bleeds into her personality. But yeah. right now when she's yeah. just putting on that show, I love it. It's really good. And yeah, I seems- think it's – sorry, I was just going to say I think it is the best right now. I agree that – I as the show goes on, I like Daenerys less and less. And I think it's supposed to be the opposite, but I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. – yeah, it's interesting over there. Uh, I, again, I think a lot of this stuff happens across the narrow sea, as it were. But I mean, hey, we get some good things happening in King's Landing as well. A wedding, good if you're Joffrey, I suppose, uh, as he is just getting trashed and, and loving to torment Sansa, threatening to, you know, come to her room and uh, rape her once Tyrion is all done. Because it doesn't matter which Lannister puts the baby in your belly um some weird moments of this wedding my favorite bits of the episode i think come from the wedding and it's kind of just yeah people getting a little loose-lipped and drunk i (laughs) love olena running down the relationships to marjorie where she's like all right so uh, she's like so the king will be your husband (laughs) and your nephew i'm not sure but one thing is for certain your brother will be your (laughs) (laughs) father-in-law No, come on. The best part is Tyrion threatening to fuck Joffrey with his wooden cock. <laughs> that was the best line. Uh, the yeah, look pretty... on Joffrey's face, he's like, hmm, would you use my crossbow as well? It's a little different, and maybe it's just because it's so public or something, but in a few episodes prior, or in a few moments prior to this, we get Tyrion standing up to Joffrey, yes. Joffrey going, what did you say? You can't say that. And then Tyrion doubles down. And in the next episode, or episode 10, he does that again. So it's a little odd that now, especially when he's so drunk, that he would back up and be like, I'm sorry, your grace. Like, maybe yeah, it's just it, a it moves really fast from here to kind of the points he's making next episode as well. But I thought Tyrion was really good. I think he's oh yeah, he is pissed. He is. The wedding is <laughs> not what he wants to do. His his <laughs> Tywin there is like yep suck it up Buttercup um, and then you know I feel like there's this dynamic with Tyrion that we just watch him get more and more spiteful with with Tywin um, I yeah. mean he's always witty but man he is getting downright <laughs> vulgar now and it I, I it's, it's enjoyable it's good. You will put a baby in that star girl, and you must be sober to do. I am the god of tits and wine. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's great in it. And then, I mean, showing his lighter side and stuff when he, when he gets back uh, and not bend down with Sansa Stark. Yeah, yeah and surprise. Then Sh- and like, then Shay. I mean, Shay's been so on and off now in the last couple episodes. She seems like she's pissed all the time, but then she's she talks about how much she loves Sansa, um, how she would pretty much do anything for her. Um, yeah. And then, you know, when she realizes that, you know, there is no evidence of a wedding night or whatever, she smiles and is happy. It, it's kind of confusing because you don't really know where Shay's mindset is this entire time. Where, uh, where, what else um, you guys really like from the episode? Yeah, like, uh, I, I, I thought the wedding was pretty good. Not my favorite parts come from the wedding, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to make a note on the wedding... I uh, like when Loras tries to talk to Cersei, and he's like, he's like being pretty, being pretty nice, just being cordial, kind of like just making the best of a just shitty situation. And she's mm-hmm. still just a total bitch. <laughs> yeah, no one she cares what him, your father said. <laughs> shuts him down. Thought that was pretty funny. Um, I didn't mind the. I was kind of. I, I at first I was kind of thinking the second sons are pretty. I remember them being cooler than they were. They were, and I remember Dario yeah. being cooler than than this too. Um, I do like. I do like Ver 2. I like version 2 better. Yeah. Much better. I think, because he's the one that has that cool fight outside the gates. He's like kind of the baller. I think yeah. that's where the, you know, the smooth criminal yeah, Daria Naharis comes. That's where, uh, so. That is a pretty badass scene. R- regardless of Rash, no, I don't, I don't think this one does a terrible job, but I do like the one better. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't care for the, the infamous second sons as much. Uh, <laughs> They didn't live up to their expectation. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I think my favorite part, which is uh, jumps a little bit pretty much to the end of the episode. Uh, oh, sure. I love when the, I just like when the White Walker shatters that sword. It's pretty badass. Oh, the noise that it makes is so cool. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And then Sam, the Slayer. I know. Yeah. Stabs <laughs> the White Walker in the back. Yeah. Uh, and now we know, dragon glass. White walkers don't care for it. Just leaves yeah. leaves a, a weapon that is shown to be of great protection. He's like, yep, I'll just leave this. It's not valuable at all. Yeah, he doesn't go and pick it up. I forgot that. I yeah, was he like, does. Yeah, he does. I don't know. They don't show him picking. They it don't up. show it's him. It's not doing obvious it. that he picks well, he, it up. He must do it, or at least he gets, or he has. He has more. more he of gives them. He has more and whatnot. Yeah, he oh, has okay. more. But I just thought that was. I couldn't remember that part. And then in the the dragon stone stuff again, you know, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Melisandre is part just of the episode. yeah, and just the way she talks to to Gendry, um, like the whole seducing to put leeches. It's I don't know. She's yeah, it was just weird. Fucking weird. I know that family bloodlines are long and noble and somewhat predictable. I mean, it's the whole reason that Ned finds out that. Cersei's kids aren't Robert's kids is because of hair and stuff like that. So, you know, there are some powerful dominant genes were at work, but it, Stannis must be a pretty good geneticist to just, they bring Gendry in. And we remember the scene when Melisandre leaves, she does not tell him what she's doing no. or where she's going. He, he just comes and Stannis grabs his face, looks at him and goes, huh, half Robert, half lowborn. <laughs> it's like oh you got all that huh interesting okay cool um and then my other problem i kind of like the melisandre gendry stuff to a point i like what she's doing with him 
if she slit his throat, but she didn't. She just put leeches on him. And correct me if I'm wrong, but leeches don't really hurt, right? Oh, no, like, they suck. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I remember when uh, I was, like, young, like, 9 or 10, and we were, like, crawling in, like, the creeks, like, trying to cra- uh, crawl daddies. And I remember Derek stepping into an area, like, waiting in a pool and then had these black leeches all over his legs and we looked down pulling them off sucks because they have really? like yeah you don't feel them bite i mean they have this saliva where it kind of numbs but taking them off it blows mm. yeah okay well i still feel like if they were just like all right here we're gonna feed you uh, we need a little bit of your blood we're gonna put these leeches on you you don't really have a choice so just deal with it like she wouldn't have had to seduce him like that plus her whole point was yeah we need to sacrifice the kid but he he can't see it coming or it'll spoil the blood. Well, then you just put leeches on him yeah, and then throw him down into a dungeon. Yeah. And like, I think he knows now. Yeah, I think he might he's thinking this is a normal thing. He's about to be sacrificed. So what, but, uh, what was yeah. the rationale for the seduction? Just get I the, think just, get yeah, the just blood to flowing. Get, him, get the leeches, yeah. Oh, the blood flowing thing could be a fair point. But like, mm-hmm. again, this isn't really need to get that need to get that penis leech really, really filled with blood. Yeah. It's engorged. That one is. Do you guys think uh, it's never answered? Really? It takes its sweet time to work in certain circumstances. Do you think that this magic does anything or that it's just circumstantial that things kind of work out for Stannis in this way? Oh, that's a good question. I was thinking this during the episode too. I was like, with I take it as circumstantial, because <laughs> the Renly thing was immediate, and it wasn't the same. Granted, but uh, you know, this is a bit longer than that. I I agree. I think it's a circumstantial thing. Um, yeah, we do get to see the very very base of Gendry's penis uh, for our good, bad, and juggling. Yeah, little... Just 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 the very. Root of the tree. Just yeah. a little tease. Um, yeah, teases us, and then she throws a leech on it, and all of our stuff is, uh, <laughs> we, is lost. And then flaccid immediately. Before I hit the other good, bad, and juggly moments, do you guys have any other like high points or low points? Again, I know it was a slow episode. Yeah, I, 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 really I'm, was. I'm reading through all the stuff, my notes. I don't... We covered pretty much everything. <clears throat> I think I, another, I another good point that we didn't mention uh, is, or at least not to a... a Large extent that I remember. Uh, Arya has a chance to to clock the hound over the head, right? Oh, I forgot yeah, that the part. Rock. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the hound is awake and obviously realizes what's going on. and Says uh, something along the lines of, kill me and you're free, but if you live, I'll, I'll break both your hands or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you enjoy the Arya hound kind of dynamic as much as you enjoyed the Brienne and Jamie the next couple episodes? It's a bit different. Um, oh, I do like it a I'm lot. I think it's different, yeah. but I still think oh, for sure. both situations are really enjoyable to watch on screen. Like they, like character-wise, you believe it. And I think that was really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, the Hound was so one-dimensional and then just the next two episodes, uh, you really start to discover why i mean he's doing all these nice things for sans and you're like what what like what the hell like it doesn't make any sense in this character um so far because he likes to kill <laughs> he, yeah. that's all he ever talks about yeah. so we all Even, well, we all we all like to kill jeremy yeah everyone likes <laughs> everyone it. you like to, to your mother likes to kill <laughs> your pet goldfish likes to kill <laughs> 
It's the thing of, uh, I, I like the Hans and Arya thing a lot in retrospect. Like right now, I think it's good to watch, not as much as the Bri and Jamie thing, because you get to see both of their characters develop. Yes. The Hound is really like, after him and Arya part ways, that's when his development kind of really comes. goes. Yeah, and sure. you know it comes from her and what they you know have kind of gone through. So you appreciate it, um, not as much in the moment, I don't think. Well, me. that's what I'm saying. I, I think you look back and you realize after the Hound, and I think that's... yeah of how much because no one else really provides that that relief i mean when he walked away from the king it's like essentially he was betraying an oath you know whatever no big deal hell yeah and then you see him kind of figure out why he's doing those things and i think that's cool well we didn't get to see the hound's titties but we did get to see melisandre's uh naked body again and uh daenerys as she rises from the water i actually just wrote down half of danny's nipples because for the longest time dario's talking to her and she's just sitting in a tub and you can just see half of her nipples peeking out and then she does stand up and i, I didn't make a, a Worth second it. note of that Worth well there's it. there's even more jugglies right because then there's the the second sons sitting around in the with the oh you're right the prostitute the whoer the I believe they like to be called sex workers. Okay. Passing those coins out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the thrones thoroughly tackled. Shall we run headfirst into the scones? Hans, what you got today? I have a vanilla coconut scone. Uh, some call it coconut vanilla. Mm, some idiots. Yeah. Uh, homemade. Jenna made went round two on the baking with the scones. Must have gone well the first time. Uh, yeah, those oh, those banana bread scones were delicious. The vanilla coconut, a request from myself. Big sure. fan of vanilla oh. and coconut. <laughs> They're really good. Uh, not as good as the banana bread. Those were next level. But uh, these these are actually even a little tamer, a little less sweet. Really good with some coffee. Uh, so I'm enjoying I'm enjoying those. All right. Well, if you'd like to see the picture, that's up on Instagram at Thrones and Scones. And that same handle can be used on all of our social medias, wherever you'd like to find us. Of course, you're already listening, but uh, if friends want to tune in anywhere they can find podcasts, you can pretty much find our ugly mugs. We'll be back tomorrow with episode nine of season three. You're down with GOT. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, know me. me. <laughs> we should just leave it silent for a while. Just like, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> fucking, fucking nailed that app. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. No, we'll see you tomorrow, I guess. Bye. <laughs>